0: Joy and I have differing views on coconut oil, but I think coconut oil is wonderful and it uh, just makes everything taste better. My only
1: concern is that I have not seen very strong studies.
0: Hello, welcome back to Circe Health Pod. <laughs> uh, don't know why I emphasize that, but it just must be the rainy season. So uh, we're back again today with another exciting topic. Before we get to that, just want to remind you that I'm Dr. Jenny, an internist and pediatrician in one. And Ajoy is next to me, and?
1: I'm a research pathologist. But I just wanted to mention, when people think of an internist, they think of an intern.
0: Oh, right. Yes, I I thankfully survived my intern year many, many years ago, thankfully. And so uh, internist is a doctor, uh, another word for internal medicine. So I guess you could think of uh, a doctor of the inside of you. So another word for an adult specialist, I guess. So I concentrate on diseases of different body systems, like um, the digestive system, the endocrine system, which is diabetes and thyroid, um, skin. So basically, I try to uh, treat and or prevent any disease that could affect adults from the inside.
1: Well said. Okay. So at least you give, give a introduction. That's good. That's good. Um, so what are we talking about today? So uh,
0: today, um, yeah. What were you thinking? Thinking, inspired by our recent trip to Europe and our ah. discussions about the blue zones. Why aren't there any blue zones in India? Or at least why oh. aren't there any declared blue zones in I India? I was going to
1: say that. I was so going to say that So a lot
0: of... The, if you have listened to our blue zone podcast you might remember a lot of the um, the different uh, tick boxes that you have to meet to become a blue zone we think that a lot of those are in communities in India so we thought maybe we'll Pick a couple of those communities and talk about them. And why not start with one that we're both most familiar with?
1: Yeah, yeah. Got and it, what got would it.
0: that be, Ajoy?
1: Oh, uh, you mean the...
0: Konkani cuisine. Kompani. So maybe Mangalore or Udpi could be the next blue zone of the world. Who knows? Yeah,
1: you, you never know.
0: I uh, would vote. What about you?
1: Um, I mean, yeah, if, if, uh, if things are done well, uh, it could be.
0: No, we're talking about positive things today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. And speaking of positive things, I just want to remind our listeners that our goal in these podcasts is to educate and empower you so that you can prevent and hopefully bid farewell to any chronic health issues permanently. Back yeah. to what you were saying. Yeah. I, inter- I interrupted as usual. No, no,
1: no. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, I think with with the Konkani cuisine, it's not like it's exclusively Konkani cuisine that is like that could potentially be a blue zone. because. Remember when we visited the Northeast and we saw very fit people going, trudging up and down the mountains with yeah. an, uh, not an ounce of fat on them? And well, I'm not
0: saying just Konkani Cuisine. I'm saying let's start with Konkani okay, okay, Cuisine okay. because we know that the best.
1: Oh, okay, And fine, we fine. will
0: try to learn more about the other potential Blue Zones for okay, our listeners in the future. Okay.
1: That's, that's. Um, uh, Is that reasonable? Yes. Yes. That's reasonable. <laughs> okay. All righty Fine. So what? What do you think, I mean, from like when you just got into the Konkani culture, what did you see as something different about the food?
0: Well, do you want to first talk about what is Konkani cuisine? Like what's okay. the definition? Where is it in India? And... Okay, yeah.
1: Many people are not familiar with yeah, that. Right? Just yeah, just in yeah, case yeah, you yeah.
0: haven't heard of it. Yeah.
1: Three, four hundred years ago, uh, the community, uh, we are, you know, mostly goud Saraswat Brahmins. Um, and uh, I guess now there are a lot of Konkani Catholics, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um but the the Gautsaraswath Brahmins and some of the Konkanis, um, when the Portuguese came in, they moved further down south, of course. Before Goa, that's another story, but I won't, I won't bore you with the details. At present, as of 2022, mostly Konkanis, you'll find them in uh, southern Goa. Well, actually, Goa itself speaks Konkani, which right. is a different type of Konkani, different dialogue of Konkani.
0: Yes, I don't. At all we, understand going Konkani yeah, or, or very little.
1: Yeah, it's 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 uh, different. And then uh, right from North Karnataka to South Karnataka, up and down, mostly on the coast, you will find Konkani because they moved by a boat uh, into Karnataka, and then some went as far down as Kerala. So there are lots of uh, some of our relatives, right, are yep. uh, Keralaite Konkanis. Yes. Um so, so yeah, what are that, the
0: major cities that you'll find? I think
1: a town. I for me, the epicenter of Konkani is Mangalore, uh, but as far as the cuisine is concerned, it is Udupi, mm-hmm. undoubtedly Udupi. Yeah. Um, and I remind me of a story.
0: Oh, a story! Do you remember? Imagine that.
1: So some somebody I don't remember who said this. Oh but yes,
0: I know the story. They were
1: apparently they were uh, it was in a transferable job and he was a driving through at midnight to a town in Karnataka, rural Karnataka, like southern Karnataka or something. And uh, he was hungry. He said, ah, let's just have dinner. And his driver stopped the car at some, you know, just a small little hole-in-the-wall restaurant. And they ate the meal that was there and he got back in and he said, my God, this is one of the best cuisines I've ever eaten. This is one of the best dinners I've had. And the driver quipped, he goes, yes, sir, of course it is, because you we stopped in Udupi." <laughs> So, uh, you know, Urupi cuisine is it's literally the Mecca Yeah, it's literally it world famous because everywhere people say, oh, Urupi cuisine, Urupi cuisine. So, I'm very lucky to have been born in uh, an Urupi family. So. And I've
0: been very lucky to have been accepted into an Urupi family. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> and actually, you cook better Konkani food than I do. Oh,
0: uh, I don't know. That's debatable. Uh,
1: that's well, I, anyway, uh, people should taste it and, and make, uh, make a judgment for themselves. So, that's as far as the definition of Konkani food is concerned.
0: We'll get into the dishes soon enough. Some yeah,
1: examples. Yeah, yeah, but the, I, but, you know, I know you want to get into the dishes, but I really want to also concentrate on some of the other aspects of Konkani culture. Mm-hmm.
0: What,
1: so, what is, what do you take uh, out of the Konkani cuisine as such? What what, 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 when you see Indian food versus Konkani food?
0: I guess I can give that from a American perspective, sure. a previous American, a transitioning American, if you will. Um, I grew up knowing Indian cuisine as butter chicken and dal makhani and naan and chai tea, which pains me to say. I know it's not chai tea. Um, so I think in the Western world, or at least in the U.S., people know North Indian Punjabi Mughlai food, right? Um, I, before I met you, had no idea about South Indian food, no idea that um, Indian food didn't have to be quite as heavy. Uh, not that it's a bad thing. I do love Punjabi food very, very much. But what I like about South Indian food in general, Konkani food in particular, is it's it's actually inherently very healthy. Um, and I, until we became plant-based, I don't think I truly appreciated how I don't really have to modify many dishes yeah. at all yeah. to make them whole food plant-based. So that's why I love Konkani food. And, you um, That goes you know, for
1: many of the South many Indian. Many of the South
0: Indian, yeah. yeah. But, Again, we're talking yeah. about oh, what okay, we know, okay, fine, right? Fine, yeah. So, oh. so Konkani food, yes, yeah. so, of course. You know, we also cook a lot of Tamilian food yeah. and uh, Telugu, food. Telugu food and um, carolite Cara- oh, yeah, food. You're, you're All whatever, ha- yeah. delicious and also very healthy. But we're focusing yeah, yeah, yeah. on Congolese okay, today. Fine, fine. What I also like about it is I think it's you know it's so flavorful without using a lot of ingredients. It's really how you work with the ingredients, yeah, I guess. Yeah. So. Any of our friends that w- did not know Konkani food, even our Indian friends may not have had Konkani food, when we introduce it to them, they're like, wow, this is so delicious. How long did this take you? This must have been really, <laughs> really uh, complicated and difficult. And, I mean, I guess the process of learning it is, but once you yeah. know how, it's simple. What what do I say? It's uh, simple uh, but not easy. Yeah, simple but yeah. not easy. Yeah. Um, but it's delicious and healthy and um Yeah. So that's what I like about Mm -hmm. Konkani food. And and of course, Konkani culture, you'll talk about a little later. But um, I've been very happy in my adopted Konkani family.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Great. Uh, I'm glad to hear that. So, you know, jumping into, let's just talk about the ingredients first, right? So people are always amazed. I remember your mom saying, what? You just added three things in it? Yeah. And... And it tasted delicious. So, um, you know, for her also, I remember for her, you know, the best was what, chicken tikka masala or something like that. Some Used britain. to be, so, yes. Yeah. Till she, uh, <laughs> Til she had
0: cabbage up curry. <laughs> Till
1: til she had cabbage up curry, yeah. <laughs> cabbage curry, for those who don't know, is basically a stir-fried cabbage. Yeah. Um, sliced in, um, and julienne and stir-fried. And um, the ingredients really speak for themselves because there's not much uh, masalas that go into it.
0: You can taste the actual vegetable. Yes,
1: that's exactly where I was going with it. So if you if you make something like, for example, a like karela or something, you can actually taste the karela. bitter gourd, for those
0: that don't know.
1: So you can actually taste the ingredients quite like some of the Western foods, actually, if you think about it. Quite like the Western foods where, you know, if you, you know, I remember going to your place a long time ago when your mother showed me carrots and I was like, oh, it's just carrots. It's just carrots and carrots. Mmm, so,
0: American
1: food. <laughs> oh, come on. No, no, no. There's, there are some things that are nice, but. There is one thing I think maybe Conganese do it, and I again I want to re-emphasize that many cultures must be doing this, especially that came out of uh, poverty or that, that had to go through a lot of. Um, like Conganese really were persecuted uh, people um, when when the Portuguese come, for example. I don't know be, before that what was going on, but I just I you know I don't want to delve into the history. But um, because of the poverty and because of the fact that there was lack of stuff that they could gather, they were. They're basically eating a lot of uh, edible weeds, what what even a regular Indian would consider edible weeds. So so, I was just
0: going to say, I remember we were wanna... in Goa one mm, time Yeah. in the car and suddenly your mom made the driver pull over literally yeah. in the middle of a, of, a, of a road going through a field in a village yeah. and she got out of the car and started gathering what I thought were weeds <laughs> from the side of the road and but later made the most del- one of the most delicious delicious chutneys that yeah. i've ever had in my life so so yes i mean sometimes you company food uses such unusual ingredients that they're difficult to find yeah, yeah. um but if you do find them
1: yeah. they're amazing yeah like for example there's another one called gurgur, Alam- Alambe. Gurgur, mm-hmm. Alambe. Yeah. gurgur is thunder and i think they're called thunder mushrooms or something in english basically uh, i remember my dad telling me that he used to go to the forest with his friends and forage for these things the way you forage is you go during the rainy season when it's raining especially if there's thunder when there's thunder some of the leaves that are fallen from the trees they sh- they tremble a little bit and if they tremble more that means there are there are mushrooms underneath it and they would take them out
0: like truffles
1: like almost like truffles they're yeah, almost like truffles they, they grow almost underground and they are the one of the most delicious things to eat i remember my cousin uh, flying a small batch of all the way from Urpi to Mumbai just because I was, you know, I was coming down. It was delicious and I thank her for that.
0: Speaking of truffles, you always compare Konkani food to French food. French
1: food, yes. Which
0: I think is actually pretty accurate because of the unusual ingredients, the simple but very flavorful dishes, the... And you have to have, not to pat ourselves on the back, some amount of skill to make Konkani food correctly. Unfortunately, Konkani food is not taught in Le Cordon Bleu, (laughs) but uh, hopefully it will become... You know, once it's declared a blue zone and everything. Yeah, yeah. once it's declared,
1: <laughs> I see you have high hopes. I mean, we hope that you know we can we can make a, we can at least uh, inspire people to make a change. One of the things that I wanted to say about that is um, there, just like French food, you know, you you add one ingredient and the entire na- even the name of that in the, the dish changes, right? Same thing happens in Konkani right. food.
0: You're making a masala and you add methi seeds instead of coriander seeds yeah. or you leave them out altogether, it changes the dish Yeah, for you.
1: yeah. And it's a different name, different everything. And there's
0: certain combinations that can't be done and some yeah. that are. Like you like in Konkani food you never put jeera or cumin with mustard seeds together.
1: And to make a when you when you say you mean for the tempering. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there are some. Some they would, they would, you know, break that rule because especially further up you come, like towards come Goa to, or
0: Maharashtra. Yeah, too. Maharashtra,
1: Maharashtra would do that. And also, like I said about uh, you know coming from uh, what happens, you know, it's not just about eating um, weeds. It it literally is about expanding your um, palate. You know, now you can eat palak, you can eat Taikula, you can eat ekpani. So for those who don't know, Taikula mm-hmm. and ekpani are literally considered weeds in the rest of India it kind of increases your repertoire and from a medical standpoint actually it helps your gut flora a lot when you have more diverse things that you eat the more uh, robo-
0: bacteria happy
1: more robust the bacteria are um, and that's that's a you know it's a key determinant for health i, I wish we would eat even more um, of these greens and and other other vegetables okay so what about seasonal um, seasonality or seasonal vegetables and ingredients, what do you think?
0: Yeah, I mean, I you mentioned about the alambe, the mm-hmm. thunder mushrooms, which is a great example, but I think, um, you know, when I think of Konkani food, I always think of fresh vegetables, and of course, uh, the good thing about being in India is fresh vegetables have to be seasonal, otherwise mm-hmm. you won't find them, you're not going to go get something that's canned or something that's frozen mm-hmm. 99% of the time, mm-hmm. so, uh, like most of India, It follows the seasonality. So I always think um, and wish to follow better your relative's example Mm -hmm. of only when they're cooking a meal that day, they get it directly from the bhajiwala or Mm -hmm. the Mm -hmm. market. Mm -hmm. They don't buy something and then let it sit in the fridge for three, four days. They get whatever is fresh that day and they They, plan their meal around that.
1: If you look at their fridge, there is no vegetable in their fridge.
0: Yes. That's how it should be.
1: Yeah, I agree. That's how it should be. I just want to add one more thing and that is, um, you know, I know we kind of talked about um, you know unusual uh, vegetables, but in addition to the unusual vegetables, like did you know that there is a type of patrado that grows only patrada, It's like a patrada. It grows. What on, is a patrada? Sorry, uh, patrada is uh, colocasia leaves. Thank you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, colocasia leaves that grow. Um, uh, it's like a colocasia plant that grows on other trees it, it grows in old growth forests so it's all the more reason for us to protect the forest and it's delicious because it has never touched the ground and it just it, it's just wonderful so um that i just wanted to mention that as as one of the Another uh, seasonal ingredient, seasonal ingredient yeah
0: and then of course you know fruit just like the rest of india seasonal mm-hmm. fruit
1: yeah okay so we talked about the seasonality let's get into the like the meat of things right the, the main meat. <laughs>
0: <yeah>. so ironically <laughs> Uh, like the rest of the Blue oh, okay, Zones, Hongkani's really don't eat meat yes. at all. It's truly, if is anything animal-based, it's seafood, seafood, and it's also a small amount, yeah. right? Yeah. What's What's that phrase that Kiki used about the food of the poor? Um,
1: Puccina povera, povera, not povera. Maybe po- povera. Povera.
0: So, yeah, the food of the poor, right? So, if you can't afford meat or seafood then you it's so actually
1: good for you. Yeah, actually.
0: we've now found out later on in mm. life that yes. it is actually good for you. So that's why um you know Konkani food fits the bill of mm-hmm. 99% plant-based, yeah, land-based, right? Land-based, and whole right. food. Right, yeah. My, you know, I mentioned earlier that most Konkani dishes are inherently vegan. Why is that? Because they use coconut oil yeah. for for the fat, right? Yeah. So uh in some some of the other or a lot of the other world cuisines they use butter or cream. Or ghee mm-hmm. uh, but in Konkani food it's really if ghee is used at all it's used as as like a um,
1: condiment, condiment the, or yeah. like a, I mean, something at I'm, the end
0: yeah uh, but otherwise it's it's really just coconut, coconut oil. oil so and we joyy and I have differing views on coconut oil but I think coconut oil is wonderful and it uh, just makes everything my, taste better. My only
1: concern is that I've not seen very strong studies I've seen some studies but I've not seen any very strong studies that say, unequivocally, these people are giving coconut oil followed them for 15 years they they are better I think the evidence these people, is
0: not long enough that's yeah. what I think yeah. there are okay, some fine. there's some evidence that it may improve HDL and lower LDL but again mm. you're right it's not over overwhelming evidence yeah
1: I guess yeah. sometimes you have to go with intuition so that's yes. fine
0: um so we'll talk about I guess longevity mm. in mm. relation to that yeah, in a yeah, little yeah. bit but yeah so if you look, if you go to a a puja or a wedding or mm-hmm. um, something like that, then you'll really get a great um, idea of the traditional at Konkani food and the variety that you see and how it's it's all plant-based, right? Yeah. So before we get into the quote-unquote meat of the mm. Konkani dishes, I think this is a good time to wrap up part one. Sure, sure. Since we talked a little more about the history mm. in part in part one we'll move on to the actual ingredients. dishes ingredients and more on to the actual Konkani culture in culture. part two right, right. so we'll see you then okay That's bye-bye bye-bye we really hope you enjoyed our conversation can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful
1: if you enjoyed today's episode we'd really appreciate it if you can take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and families Thank you so much for listening.
0: And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.